This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, everybody. I'm Larry Port. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Uh, joining me today is uh, Jeff White again. He is our Chief Revenue Officer over at Rocket Matter. And hey, Jeff. Hey, Larry. How are you? Hey, everybody. How is uh, COVID quarantine treating you, Jeff? It's been actually pretty good. It's not bad. I'm up here in the mountains up in North Carolina. I am not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, uh, up until COVID was like the man running the operation in our Charlotte office. Our Charlotte office has now been dispersed into the hills surrounding uh, Charlotte in <laughs> North Carolina. So um, anyhow, we are talking, uh, we're doing a series about uh, how on-premise legal practice management software is really becoming a thing of the past a lot more quickly than uh, we had realized. And we're seeing um, people in droves fleeing products like ProLaw, PC Law, Time Matters, and other things to Rocket Matter. So yeah. right now, um, so we're taking them bit by bit. In our last episode, we talked a little bit about ProLaw because there's a lot of ProLaw users out there that are converting to us. I wanted to talk about one of the first systems that I ever saw, uh, which is Time Matters. And when I saw Time Matters in 19, and no offense to the people that work on Time Matters or anything, but or that love time matters. But when I first saw that software back when I started Rockmaner back in 2006, 2007, I knew that I would be able to compete with them. <laughs> um, let's just put it mildly. Um, so what's going on with time matters? Yeah, I mean, it is really dying on the vine. You know, same with PC law, candidly. I mean, and the users, the dealers are all seeing that, right? I mean, so we're seeing not only an influx, obviously, of users uh, that are looking to get off that solution, because it's kind of perceived as kind of a ticking time bomb. At some point, it's going to stop being developed, right? I mean, it really has. I mean, there's no updates going on with it. Uh, there's hot fixes here and there. There's really nothing of substance that's got integrated into it. There's no um, investment the in dealers, the product. Not at all, right? right? Uh, and what you're also seeing is that, you know, the, the dealers are being forced to have a conversation with groups like Leap. Their solution, instead of fixing the problems that are in that product and also with inside of PC Law, was to say, okay, listen, we partnered with Leap, we'll, we'll push you to that solution. Um, and, and no offense to Leap, I mean, I, I just don't think the user experience nor the user interface is one that somebody's gonna be super excited about moving to. It's also very expensive. Uh, it is. So, uh, well, when you're, when you're going back, uh, just to explain this, we're talking about dealers. So the way that like PC Law is sold, so Rocket Matter is sold direct to consumers, direct to law firms, but it's also through, uh, sold through our channel partners. The PC law or the Time Matters model was almost exclusively through these software dealers, right? Right, right. So, um, okay, so you're not seeing a lot of investment into Time Matters. In fact, we're seeing almost no investment at all. And um, what do you mean about, like, can you talk a little bit more about, like, sunsetting? I guess we just don't know when that's going to happen, correct? Well, yeah, but, I mean, the writing's on the wall, right? There's actually even a lack of investment with inside the dealer community. I mean, we saw this when we were at ABA Tech Show this past February. Uh, we've had dealers come up to us in the booth saying, hey, listen, I'm just not getting any attention whatsoever. So, if they obviously, they're the ones that are motivated to support your customers, right? So, if, they're, if you're not enticing them to do that, then what's that support experience going to be like directly for that end user? Um, so if you're one of those end users, you know, your dealer is most likely not getting the incentive that they deserve to go ahead and support you as the client. Um, and the, the other side of it too is that you mean, the user interface just really hasn't been updated. There's been nothing of impact that's been done inside that solution. So yeah, I actually sat with a client just recently and went through their prior Time Matters workflows um, and literally just to add an email directly from Outlook directly to Time Matters took seven clicks. 
right? Wow. Yeah, it was painful for, mm -hmm. for me to watch. <laughs> well, okay, so um, law firms that are on Time Matters that want to move away from Time Matters, I mean, I guess one of the reasons they're moving to the cloud too is, I mean, most of the modern software is there. I mean, reasons of mobility too. I, I assume that's why they're like looking at Rocket Matter. Yeah, I mean, mobility is probably one of the biggest driving forces, right? And I mean, really, the conversation is being pushed front and center right now because people are having to access Time Matters either through MetaFrame, a Citrix product, by the way, for those that don't know it, um, or a remote desktop connection, right? So you're having to remote into a server and then run that remotely. It's heavy on the bandwidth. It's not a clean experience. It's difficult. It's expensive as well to manage and maintain that. Um, and so all of a sudden when COVID happened and everybody's really straining those servers now and putting a lot of pressure on that environment, you start to see some of the cracks in that. Um, and then that's what's driving the conversation now to SaaS solutions. So if a firm's on Time Matters and they want to modernize and they want to move to like, you know, a, a SaaS-based legal practice management software like Rocket Matter, um, how daunting is that for them? Like what are the steps involved? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the product and the partners, right? So, it, I mean, for us, one of the things that we really focus on is, you know, we analyze the legal market. I mean, you had a piece about this beforehand with regard to uh, partners receiving bad advice when evaluating legal software. And 88% of partners, either they're, at the end of the day, they're, they're, the solution that they picked was either over budget over time or just was an outright failure. Right. Uh, and a lot of that is around, I think, you know, the fact that you got to have the right approach when approaching these projects. You got to evaluate the data that you have today, evaluate the workloads that you're using today, make sure that that partner on both the software as a service side, but also if you're going to bring in a third party consultant, which we've got great ones, you know, I mean, we, we gave them a shout out in the first podcast. They, they definitely deserve it again. Guys like Tony Valenti, teams like 3545, these are fantastic partnerships that are out there. These folks know legal really well. Mm -hmm. For them to get involved and help you with your migration strategy is hugely impactful. It's great. Um, it's, it provides for, it's like you wouldn't change the oil in a running car by yourself. You're probably going to take it to a mechanic. You know, right. you're running your firm. You, you want to keep it going. Gotcha. So you have the data migration uh, portion, but then also like getting, like, I don't know what kind of firms you're seeing move from time matters to rock matter. If it's a certain type, certain size, but what, uh, what about the team members themselves? What can you say about getting them happily situated into new software? Yeah, I mean, that's always a big part of it, right? Getting buy-in. Having those people that are going to be part of that evaluation and that use case, the, the people, the billing clerks, for example, that's going to be very important to make sure that they're going to be satisfied with the end product. Now, some of the things like when you start looking at it, like Rocket Matter, we're coming out with a new feature that's coming out here in Q3. That is our matter review process, right? So you, you, we talked at the beginning of this just a little bit about some of the benefits of going SaaS. One of the key ones is collaboration. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, so for example, we have communicator built into our product. So it's an inner office messaging platform. Well, one of the benefits of that system is that we leveraged it. And one of our future releases coming out in the future is going to be where you could actually collaborate on an individual line item basis on a pre-bill, for example, and then also in your bulk billing screens. Right. So we're trying to go ahead and make it so we can take law firms digital, which is great. So billing clerks, when they see future releases like that, that are coming out, that is very exciting. You want their buy-in so that when you decide to make a choice on a product, that they're there supporting that initiative all the way through and that they're going to help to push forward. Yeah, no, and I think it kind of goes without, for us, we just assume this and we forget this, but one of the major differences between online SaaS software and desktop-based software is that you just wake up one day and the updates are there. 
right? Right. So like if you have an on-prem system, a lot of times you have to wait for an update and then you either have to call your uh, software person to install it for you or you have to get a disk in the mail even or download it and then install it on all your computers. Whereas with so software as a service, just like the new Facebook updates that came out, you know, they, they're just there. So well, yeah, I, I think that firms all of a sudden they start to see what's coming down the pipe as it relates directly towards um, new features that we're working on. Now, keep in mind also, I mean, when you have a company like Rock and Matter, uh, that's really product focused. Like, I mean, I think that from, a, from one of the things that we do extraordinarily well as an organization is that we build beautiful product, right? But yeah. it's built on user feedback. It's our DNA, kind of. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're an engineer, which yeah, I think I'm is a what. Product CEO. I'm not like a sales guy. I'm, I come from the engineering side. Exactly, which I think is really important because you're going to want to have somebody who's focused on providing a better experience for you, right? So you take, uh, you take the business mindset coupled that also, you know, who understands the attorney realm, right, very, very well because you wrote the lean law firm, et cetera. You partner that also with technology and how we can go ahead and do some automation around that. It's, you can do some really powerful stuff. But, I mean, get involved with an also solution that has something like a product advisory council. We have one. Um, our VP of product who's amazing, Ed Case, helps to run that. It's incredible. We actually take feedback from our customers and actually build that around the solution. It's fantastic. So uh, that's one of the other benefits of SaaS. So, um, and what about like product training? Um, you know, how, how long does it take people to learn a new system? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the, a couple things. One, it depends on the resources, right? There's a, we, we recently sold a deal uh, with a guy who was 67 years old and he's pen and paper and he just told me, he's like, man, he's like, I have a hard time with Outlook. Well, his training curve is going to be probably a little bit longer than somebody who's, a, you know, a younger individual who's tech savvy right? It may be, right? Who knows? He could, he could absolutely catch up to speed. Quickly. You never know. You never know. Uh, right. But what usually what you see is that based on the individual, also depending on what area of the practice they're focused on, and, you know, billing is a big part of practice management. You want it to be, we want to capture every single second that you're doing so that we can go ahead and increase your revenue. Um, so we're going to spend more time usually with those resources as well, right? Um, and then in addition to that, though, what, as kind of a rule of thumb, what you're seeing is 30 days, usually 30 to 45 days from initial contract until a point where you're actually going through training. Now, training completion, you're using that 30, 60 day, 30 to 60 day window. If you've got customization or a complicated data migration, it could extend out to three months. Um, but most of what you're seeing is usually within that 30 to 60 day window. Awesome. Jeff White, uh, thank you for telling us about, um, you know, uh, during our survey of these on-premise uh, legal practice management systems, we just covered Time Matters. I guess we'll be looking at maybe PC Law and some others in, in some of the weeks to come. Oh, yeah. Amicus will be one. We'll look at several others that are out there as well. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Larry. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.